Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's such a massive volume of TV content that's being produced every single day that it's little surprise that some of it is going to rub people up the wrong way. And for whatever the reasons, the scenes on these 10 hit TV shows all ended up causing massive headaches for the studios and showrunners involved. So let's take a look at them as I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 TV scenes that led to massive lawsuits. Number 10. Misappropriating a Goat-Headed Statue – Chilling Adventures of Sabrina Netflix's hugely successful reboot of Sabrina the Teenage Witch came under fire back in 2018 for featuring a goat-headed deity statue in four of the first season's ten episodes. Mere days after the season debuted, religious group The Satanic Temple filed a copyright lawsuit against Netflix and Warner Brothers Entertainment, claiming that the show's statue copied the design of their own sculpture of Baphomet, a winged goat-headed occult figure, without their permission. The Satanic Temple sought at least $50 million in damages from the streamer, and despite the tendency for legal proceedings to drag on forever, the case was quickly settled out of court less than a month after the offending episodes first aired. The Satanic Temple was awarded an undisclosed sum, likely far less than $50 million, and the credits for each of the four episodes were edited to give the organization credit for the design. Number 9. Sheldon's Soft Kitty Song Ripped Off Another Song The Big Bang Theory Even the most casual fan of The Big Bang Theory will likely remember the Soft Kitty Song that Sheldon's mother would sing for him whenever he was sick. The song ended up serving as a reoccurring gag throughout the series, enough so that it eventually caught the attention of the heirs of the late author Edith Newlin, who claimed that their mother's lyrics for the poem Soft Kitty, which was written for the 1937 children's book Songs for the Nursery School, was used without their permission. Though the book's publishers, Willis Music, held that they retained the rights to Newlin's poem and licensed them to the show, Newlin's children contested that they, in fact, owned the rights. A lawsuit against CBS was initiated in 2015, and by 2017, a judge ruled against the Newlin family. Number 8. Using the copyrighted phrase, Choose Your Own Adventure Black Mirror Bandersnatch If you're ever wondering why Netflix never followed through with their original plan to branch out with more choose-your-own-adventure stories following their Emmy-winning success story of Black Mirror's Bandersnatch, there's a damn good reason for it. Shortly after the interactive feature-length episode was dropped on Netflix in late 2018, Choose Co., the company that owns the republishing rights to the very idea of choose-your-own-adventure books, filed a lawsuit against the streaming giants. Their primary contention was that by using the phrase, choose your own adventure, Netflix had infringed their trademark. 
Juice Coast sought $25 million in damages as a result, alleging that Netflix did indeed try to license the term in 2016, but negotiations broke down. Netflix's claim that they invoked the term within the confines of fair use was ultimately thrown out, and in late 2020, they finally settled with Chusco for an undisclosed sum. Hell, that's why my series over on the gaming channel is called Choose Your Own Adventure Instead. I don't want any trouble like that. Number 7. Depicting Olivia de Havilland as a Gossip Feud In FX's hit 27 drama series Feud, Catherine Zeta-Jones appears in six episodes as legendary actress Olivia de Havilland, and a few months later FX were then hit with a lawsuit by none other than Havilland herself. The actress filed the lawsuit a day before she turned 101 years old, claiming that the series portrayed her as a gossip, taking particular issue with a scene where she refers to her sister Joan Fontaine as a bitch. She further complained that the show's faux documentary style would lead audiences to believe that its account of her was accurate. In 2018, however, the lawsuit was dismissed on the notion that a person cannot own history, before declaring that FX were entitled to have their legal fees reimbursed. Despite Haviland making an appeal to the Supreme Court, they declined to hear her case, and the actress died just last year at the age of 104. Number 6. Hannah Baker's Suicide Inspiring Real Suicide Attempts 13 Reasons Why Teen drama series 13 Reasons Why was immediately controversial upon its release due to its matter-of-fact depiction of suicide, namely that of the focal figure Hannah Baker, which many critics and mental health advocates believed could trigger vulnerable youngsters to attempt to follow the actions they saw. Netflix responded by adding advisory warnings to the series' more sensitive episodes, and in July 2019, over two years after the show debuted, they edited Hannah's suicide seemed to be less graphic, but the matter didn't end there. John Herndon, whose 16-year-old daughter committed suicide after allegedly watching the show, recently filed a class-action lawsuit, claiming that Netflix willingly released the show despite having full knowledge of the risks it posed to vulnerable youngsters, who could be targeted by the streaming service's selective content algorithm. The suit also blames Netflix for hundreds of suicides which could have occurred since the show's release, and at this current time of recording, the lawsuit is still ongoing. Number 5. An extra at Dodger Stadium was cleared of murder and sued the LAPD. Curb Your Enthusiasm A season 4 episode of hit sitcom Curb Your Enthusiasm later served as evidence which helped save a man from death row. The 2004 episode, The Carpool Lane, contained several scenes set in Dodger Stadium during the middle of a real baseball game which was attended by 24-year-old Juan Catalan. A few months later, Catalan was arrested and charged with the murder of 16-year-old Martha Puebla. The murder occurred the very very same night that Catalan was at the baseball game, so his lawyer contacted HBO in order to obtain raw filmed footage from the game in the hopes of finding him. As luck would have it, Catalan and his young daughter were easily identifiable in the tapes, effectively exonerating him and leading to his release. This led him to being able to file a lawsuit against the LAPD for false imprisonment, misconduct, and defamation, resulting in him receiving $320,000 as a settlement. This stranger-than-fiction story was also the basis for a 2017 Netflix short documentary which is called Longshot, which is absolutely worth your time. Number 4. Claiming Andrew Colburn Framed Stephen Avery Making a Murderer Few documentary series in recent years have made as much of a tectonic impact as Netflix's Making a Murderer, which is at least partly responsible for ushering in our present fetishistic obsession with true crime documentaries. In 2018, shortly after the series' conclusion, one of the officers investigating Teresa Halbach's murder, Andrew Colburn, filed a defamation lawsuit against Netflix and the show's directors. He claimed the series had slanderously implied that he had framed Stephen Avery, the currently incarcerated man convicted of Halbach's murder, 
murder and who the show argues has been falsely imprisoned. The suit claims that Netflix omitted, distorted, and falsified material and significant facts in order to portray the plaintiff as a corrupt police officer who planted evidence to frame an innocent man. Surprisingly, Colburn didn't ask for compensation but simply clarification in the documentary itself of his role in the events. Though Netflix tried to have the suit dismissed, a judge upheld it earlier this year and now we're just awaiting the outcome. Number 3. Using the opening title's music without giving proper credit, Lucifer The opening title to the recently concluded fantasy series Lucifer may last for all of just a few seconds, but it formed the basis of a lawsuit against both Warner Brothers and the series' composer, Marco Beltrami. The suit was brought by musicians Robert and Aaron Marderosian, who, as the band Heavy Young Heathens, wrote the song Being Evil Has a Price, from which the short excerpt is derived. The pair claimed that they agreed to contribute the song to help the composer, who was struggling to come up with a fitting piece for the titles, on the condition that they receive an on-screen credit for the song and retain all publishing rights for it. They further claim that the composer passed the song off as his own, and that they received no credit, weren't liable to receive compensation, and as such, Warner Brothers incorrectly believes the song to be their own property. The suit was filed back in early 2017 and nothing had been made public since, so it's probably safe to assume that the case was either dropped or quietly settled out of court. Number 2. Claiming that Nona Gabrindashvili never competed against men, The Queen's Gambit After releasing last year, The Queen's Gambit quickly became Netflix's most-watched miniseries in history. But it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows, as earlier this year, 80-year-old Georgian world chess champion Nona Gabrindashvili sued Netflix for defamation over a single sliver of dialogue midway through the series' final episode. While Beth Harmon is in the middle of a chess match, one of the commentators compares her to the champion Gabrindashvili though backhandedly notes that she never faced men. This is factually incorrect, as the chess player often faced up against and defeated men, even playing several high-ranking grandmasters. Gabrindashvili called the show's claim manifestly false, as well as being grossly sexist and belittling, and accused Netflix of spinning the lie in order to make Beth's own fictional achievements seem more spectacular. At the moment, she's seeking $5 million in damages from the streamer, and the case is ongoing. And number one, portraying prosecutor Linda Farstein as racist and unethical, When They See Us. The fantastic 2019 miniseries When They See Us depicts the case of the Central Park Five, where five black and Latino youths were falsely convicted of raping and attacking a white woman in Central Park in 1989, before having their verdicts overturned years later. In the series, Felicity Huffman portrays Linda Farstein, a lawyer who oversaw the prosecution in the case. In many scenes, the show depicts her as unwaveringly committed to sending the young men down for the crime, even in the face of evidence to the contrary. She's also shown referring to the defendants as animals and little thugs, and her characterization in the show implies a racially motivated component to the convictions. In March 2020, she filed a lawsuit against Netflix for defamation, and this past summer, the district court declared that her suit could proceed to trial in the near future. So watch this space. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer after for years to come try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee plus get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details